Bowles, redemption for Golden State. One of the great playoff runs of all time is complete. The Warriors are NBA champions again. What's up, everyone? Listeners, it's that time of year again. It's time. It is playoff basketball. 82 regular season games down, and it's up to the first team to win all 16. I used to pray for times like this. Let's. It's not time, Josh. It's. Will the Warriors repeat? Will the Cavs get redemption? Or will it be some other team putting the trophy up in the air? Will James Harden choke? Hey. Who knows? Here's our special Friday edition of Say Less NBA Playoff Preview. Let's get right into it. Let's do it. So, let's just start it off. Let's talk about your very own Boston Celtics. You know. Obviously, Gordon Hayward went down first before the first game of the year. Um, Kyrie Irving's been recently shot down with his infected knee and other surgeries and whatnot. So... What can we really expect from your Boston Celtics this year? Well, let me start off. Huge props to Brad Stevens. He would be my coach of the year if it wasn't for what Greg Popovich, Greg Popovich was doing out in San Antonio. Whoa. Shut up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Greg Popovich. Sorry, he's my coach, coach of the year. Not Quinn Snyder? No way. He did nothing. He did something with nothing. Yeah, so did Pop. I mean, he had something, but he was he didn't have it. No, no, no. no, no. Side That's side later. Side That's side later. Uh, like I said, shout out to Brad, shout out to Terry, he's been balling, shout out to Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they stepped up huge when they needed to, they're not, they're not scared, even though I'm kind of nervous about how clutch Jason Tatum is, but I'll get to that in a few seconds. So, they've played really well in the absence of Hayward, in the absence of Kyrie, in the absence of Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart's a very important player on this team, but, uh, Celtics are matched with the Bucks, right, and... Celtics already struggle offensively, and now we're like I said, we're missing Kyrie and we're missing Marcus Smart. Can't I'm not really gonna say much about Hayward. We barely saw him like yeah. five minutes in the so five minutes of the season. So really, I'm I'm gonna be very honest here. Celtics fans, NBA fans would probably be surprised what I'm about to say. If the Bucks, in my opinion, are the most embarrassing team in the NBA. Fair. Second is the Washington Wizards. We'll get into them later. But that's that's the hierarchy of embarrassment. There needs to For be no wo- teams or just no general? total total. Okay. Total. The Bucks are an embarrassment. They had Giannis was supposed to make that leap this year and be an MVP candidate, right? And the Bucks are supposed to make that leap with him. They haven't done that. They've been embarrassing. They're they're long enough and athletic enough to get stops, but they just don't have shooting. And they really should be able to stop the Celtics because Celtics are already offensively challenged, as we already know. And that was with Kyrie. That was with Marcus Smart. So they should be long enough and athletic enough to stop what's left of this Boston Celtics. And they have the star power in Giannis where they should be able to beat the Celtics. But but the Bucs are just 
like I said, they're embarrassing. They're, they're just so embarrassing. I don't even know what to say about these dudes. Their last, their last what, six games, they go three and three with losses to the Nets, losses to the Nuggets, losses to the Sixers. Bench. They don't have a bench. No, Sixers bench. Yeah. The That's Sixers what they lost bench. to, essentially. They, they've just – I don't know what is with Milwaukee. They have everything they should need to be a decent team, but they just embarrass themselves. So, I, with that being said, I think the Celtics win this series simply off of the Bucks' embarrassment. If the Bucks play how they should be, it shouldn't be a seventh seed, and they should be favored to beat this sorry, sorry Celtics lineup that doesn't feature any real proven talent. So – I have the Celtics winning that series probably in six, solely based on the embarrassment that the walking embarrassment that is the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna concur with you. I also actually have in my playoff bracket the Celtics winning in six. But my thing, going off of what you said, is you think about who's on the Bucks. You got Giannis, obviously, Jabari Parker, Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, Malcolm Brogdon. Those are five. Those are names. Good quality Those are players. Names. You should be able to do some. You should things. be able. And More you, than a and seventh seed in the and, East. And you can, exactly. It's a, lo- it's a lost season for them. The fact, you could tell just by the way that this direction of the team is went. They fired Kidd. Who's their coach right now? No one knows. Who cares? Because they don't have coaches. Exactly. That's part of the problem, too. Exactly. And, you know, the f- they should. It's it a lost season. They should be higher than a four, a four seed. This, that's what they should be, but they're not. Well, who are the top four seeds? Celtics, Raptors, Cavs, and Sixers. Should they be higher? They, they should be higher than the Sixers. We should, yeah. we should be able to say they should be higher than the, the Sixers. Sixers. Got hot at the right time. This is, exactly. The Sixers they got beat hot teams at the right they had time, and they filled in for the embarrassment, which is the Bucks and the Wizards. We'll get into those sorry Washington. It's a, it's an embarrassment. They even have to embarrass, have yeah. to even represent but, the nation's capital. But so going back to the Celtics, I think this is a good opportunity for their young core because now they get to be playing in the biggest stage. I mean, Jalen Brown kind of played a little bit in the biggest stage last year, but he wasn't really nearly of what he was this year. Absolutely. Marcus Smart gets, if he comes back, is a little more of a focal point. Terry Terry gets to play a lot. That's a fact. And Tatum gets to see the show. So, you know what? It can only help them because they're playing big moments. I've been saying this for weeks now, Josh. The Celtics are in rebuilding mode. I don't care. This is is still a rebuilding season for us. It's the best rebuilding season ever. (laughs) Thank you. This is what I've been saying. We're doing doing rebuilding like it should be done. No process. No sorry Knicks. None of that. Hey, we're firing our coach. We're getting Mark Jackson. Hey, man. It's playoff basketball. I'm not going to talk about the Knicks Yeah, you're right. We have Um, have no business talking about the Knicks, honestly. You're right. No, but, agree. So, yeah, I Celtics, I got them in six, purely based off the walking embarrassment, that is the Bucks. So then that would pit them second round. Or against Philly. Probably against Philly, because Philly probably will be, who is it, the Heat? Yeah, is the it? Heat. Philly will d- definitely, not. I don't want to say See, that. No, my thing is with that, really, we can get to that real quick, mm-hmm. is that Philly, they have Simmons. I don't, do we know him officially coming back? He should be with the mask coming back. Or without the, the mask? With the mask, he All should right. be coming back in the first round. So, but I also think the fact I don't know why the Dwayne Wade effect it inspires Miami basketball for some reason, and I do think the Sixers are going to pull it out. But I think it's going to be a lot more work than they had envisioned going into a series with the Miami Heat. I, yeah, I don't think it's going to be easy for game sweep yeah. or gentlemen sweep in five games. I think it's it could easily going to go six, six, maybe even seven. See, I don't think they. I don't think. I don't. I think, think my, they. If it came down to a game seven though in Philly, they would win. I feel oh like well, Philly I think win. it's going to be on six. I don't think. I, I, I really off I really say six very often. I don't really know why. But I don't think Miami has enough scoring to do that. Their best player is who Hassan Whiteside, who's gonna be matched up with who? 
Joel Embiid. So that kind of cancels him out right there, both offensively. What about the shooter, Wayne Ellington? Man, Wayne. He's, just, he's just like 15 30 Wayne. game. It's just like a green Master light always. Wayne. I, I, I mean, he is a bench player, though. So, like, I'm not just diminishing yeah. him, just saying he's only going to have so much of an impact. If, if Miami still had Deion Waiters... That help. Yeah. That still won't even put them over the top. I still don't even know if that gets them to a game seven. I just don't think Miami has enough star power and enough scoring. But they just have, they just have a bunch of good role players and they're well coached. Eric Spoelstra does not get enough credit for the job he does on there. They play really well. They play together. They move the ball really well. They and do it with a lot of good role of, players. That's a fact. And they're a bunch of dogs. I would love a lot of those guys on my team because they they play yeah. hard and they play great defense. But so I don't think they're going to beat the Sixers. See, I always find myself picking six, too. I think it's – I don't even understand because it's always the road game if you're facts. picking the favorite. I don't that's understand why. It's just – I feel like we give benefit of the doubt to the bad teams. Like We do get oh – yeah. We're like, eh, maybe they'll squeeze a game out. But Game or two, yeah. Celtics, we can understand because they got no star – they have no superstars in right now. So maybe that one will actually go to six. And But Brad facts. Stevens is going to – Yeah, you're right. It. Honestly, I'm going sixers and five. Yeah. Sixers and five, especially on a 14-game – what is it, 14-game one streak? Yeah, 15. 15. Sixers in going into five. playoffs ever. Sixers in, as long as Embiid's back for game one. Yeah, exactly. So then that puts the second round. Celtics, Sixers. I don't even think there's much to talk That's about the, here. Sixers. No, I think the Sixers I don't, too. There's no one on our team. I mean, I want to say no. I feel like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum could really match up well with Ben Simmons. But I think Embiid would body Horford. Well, don't sleep on that. I was having a discussion with our former uh, guest on the show, T, today at breakfast. Uh, we was talking about how Al Horford – he was hating on on Hal Horford, like a lot of people like he do. Should have. All right, all right. Al Horford's better than Ben Simmons, still. Sorry. Um, Al Horford is one of the best defensive big men in the league. He does not get enough credit. He may be an All Defensive Player this year. Don't sleep. Early in the season, he was literally he was a lot of people's choice for Defensive Player of the Year because of the things he was doing against big men like Joel Embiid, like your soft big man Kristaps Porzingis, and even his defense against players like Giannis Antetokounmpo. Take that for pronunciation. I I think Al's defense is so underrated because people, I think people like to overreact to to the fact that he doesn't put up big stats for someone who's earning close to a max contract. I understand that, but if you look at the complete impact that is Al Horford, he does everything that Draymond Green does. He rebounds. He brings up the. He runs the fast break for a big. He spreads the floor. He's one of the best passing big men in the league. He can defend, honestly, four and five and some threes like Giannis. And I just don't think he gets enough credit for everything he brings to the table. Yes, he's not giving you 20 points per game. Yes, he's not giving you 10 rebounds per game. No, he's not giving you like eight, nine assists per game. But he's giving you like 14 points, eight rebounds, five assists, spreading the floor, running the fast break, all that from the stretch forward position. That is so valuable in today's NBA of spacing and shooting. I don't know how people – all right, I'm going to calm down. Wait. I just don't know how people can hate on Al Horford continuously. Hold on. Did you just compare it to the guy that – Maybe three episodes back when Jay Beck was on here, said you guys were roasting Draymond Green like he was a sorry player, and you just compared yes. Al Horford to him. All right, let me throw. I hate Draymond Green because I think he's gassed, and I think if he was on a team by himself, he would be chips, Frito Lay's, so Doritos. Horford. Exactly, Al Horford on a team would be chips. He's not a number one player. He's not a number two player, but he's a number three player. Every championship team needs a number three player. Is that a fact? But, uh, yeah. That's a fact. I'm not saying Al Horford is like a top 10 player like Draymond Green was ranked it, in the ESPN but, polls this beginning of the season. I just think he's underrated, and I think people hate on him way too much, especially when you consider the fact that he's very similar to Draymond Green, just not as fluid as an athlete. Well, I don't want to get too far into this because we got a lot to talk about That's on the show, but you just said that Al Horford was a 
good three player. But Ben Simmons is a number one or a number two player. He's Whatever two. one you want to put him he's at. number two on that Okay, team. but on any other team, he could be a number one player and thrive. He could be. Yes, he so, could. But you're saying Al Horford's worse than him. So No, Al Horford's better than him right now, this right now moment. You're saying, now you're, In two, three years, that's going to be Ben Simmons. Easy. Easy. But right now, Al Horford puts up the same stats, essentially, as Ben Simmons while playing off ball. He can shoot better than Ben Simmons. Once, once Ben Simmons gets a jump shot, it's over for the NBA. It's over. He's the second coming to LeBron for a reason. He's it's over for the NBA once once Ben Simmons can legit shoot jump shots from outside of the paint. It's right. simple. Yeah, no. But anyway, I mean, that's second round right matchup. That second round matchup. I don't think the Celtics will extend it. It's not going to be a sweep because they have, like I said, Al Horford. They still have the the young and the they young play in the garden and, and they play in the garden. We'll have home court and Brad Stevens is the third best coach in the NBA. So those are reasons why the series will get extended. It won't be an easy four game sweep. But I think the Sixers should just the easily Sixers should win. The Sixers should win that. If they don't win that, they should honestly be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. They shouldn't be allowed to go back in Philly, especially. I mean, no matter what, it's a big season, a winning season for them. I mean, there's. No, but if you lose to a team, like, no, nah, exactly. That. There's some. There's 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 such thing as playing with house money. But at this point in time, Philly's not playing yeah. with house money. They should they should be able to beat the Celtics, and if they lose. Philly shouldn't welcome them back with the success that's been going on in Philly right now. Philly, they don't deserve to go back to Philly. They need to give their fans something better than that. That's true. All right. Well, we'll be right back. we got a little more Eastern Conference to talk about, and then we'll dive into the Western Conference. Say less. Welcome back, everyone. NBA playoffs preview. We're back with some more Eastern Conference talk right now. Uh, Toronto Raptors locked up that number one seed in the East this year. Behind some fabulous play from De- uh, DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry all year long. But history has shown us that the Raptors can't really be trusted in the playoffs. Josh, what's your opinion on their first-round series with the Wizards? Well, first off, I love that theme song, the NBA theme song. <laughs> I love that. Hey, man. Um, well... So first round, I have the nice little gentleman sweep in favor of the Raptors. I don't think John Wall's knee's correct, but I'm going to give you points on the Raptors real quick on why I think they're going to win this okay. series at least. Okay. So DeRozan stepped his game up this year. I think he started to learn how to shoot the three. So Kind that, of. Don't be don't be fooled by that. He started off the season really hot, but now his three-point percentage yeah. is really down. Like I said in earlier hey, episodes, the law of averages starter. played itself I, out. As much as that really means anything anymore, he was an all-star starter, and he was averaging 28-point-something points at, at the break. But what really has impressed me this year about the Raptors is that their bench really did get better without actually in gaining a single player in free agency. That's a fact. That they've grown. Development. They've they developed their players. Jacob Jacopoto, uh <laughs> Fred Van Vliet. Which time? Norman, Norman Powell. I mean, they got C.J. Miles, which is a good vet. Mm-hmm. But Dwayne Casey's a good coach. I think he gets very undervalued. He definitely deserves he, coach yeah. of the year recognition. recognition yeah, he definitely does. Definitely does. And... 
I mean, they were first in the East. Hold on, hold on wait, wait. Can we take? A, can we talk about Coach of the Year for like two minutes? Yeah, two minutes. What do you think you should win? I think Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder, why? Because once everyone said it's the same reason why I think Donovan Mitchell should win the uh, Rookie of the Year, but because when Gordon Hayward left, everyone writ, written, had written them out. They had nobody. They had Rudy Gobert, injury prone, got injured this year, so that only proved that point further. So who are they playing with? They were playing with Donovan Mitchell and Joe Ingles all year. Shout out Joe Ingles. And you know what? He coached them to a f- four seed, five seed? Four seed? Four, five seed. Five seed, five, five seed, seed, five seed, five, five seed. seed. So you know what? I mean, and not even that. They were they were out of it. They were right. very far out of it. Everyone they could have easily just blew up that season, but they turned it around and had one of the, had a heat like second half of the season That's last right. year. I personally would give Donovan Mitchell more more credit for the Jazz getting that five seed. Even but I though, feel like coaching. I no, 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 I'm not. I'm not downplaying that. But I also believe that we can't play too much into the seeding thing, because all these teams were separated by like what a game, game or two. Yeah. So I don't think you can put that much stock into seeding, because the Jazz are not the fifth best team in the West. I think. I think we can say OKC is better than them. I think we can say the Spurs are better than them. I think we can honestly say the T-Wolves are better than them. I think the Jazz just got right right at the hot time. The T-Wolves were injured with Jimmy Butler being hurt down the stretch uh, towards the end of the year. So I think the Jazz got hot at the right time, and I don't think you can put that much stock into seeding in the West because I don't think that necessarily just says who's been better. So with that being said, I think, I think like I said earlier, I think Pop deserves Coach of the Year for what he's done with – because you talk about the Jazz having – um, Mitchell, the the Spurs lost Kawhi Leonard, who some people think is the second best player in the league in front of KD. They think he's second behind LeBron, KD being third. And they had a really, all they had really was LaMarcus Aldridge, who up until this year, his tenure with the Spurs had been really rocky. He hadn't, he hadn't been scoring, he hadn't been producing, he'd been really shaky, and then he'd asked, to, he demanded a trade. Yep. So I think the way that Pop not only managed that, Managed the whole curious case of Kawhi Leonard that we've talked about many times, and how he coached that team. At one point, they were the third seed. I think they've been pretty consistent. Yeah. Out of all those teams we've mentioned, they've been pretty consistent all year, and they only fell to like what seventh just because of how tight the seedings were. See, my thing with Quincy, I was just looking back at their last thirty something games since January twentieth. They're thirty and seven. Exactly. They got hot at the right time. And they and and that, that also coincides co- with Rudy Gobert coming back too. Yeah, but see, that's why when they played, that's why last year when Eric Spolstra made that big run, everyone thought he was going to be the coach of the year mm-hmm. because clearly they're not the top level talents of their division, but they're playing they're playing up to the potential of being mm-hmm. a good level talent. So I mean, I get it with Kawhi and I mean Popovich. I think Popovich. Is the only reason why I would say that the Spurs would have a chance with. Oh, absolutely! He's the reason why they're in the playoffs, and Lamarcus Aldridge. And you know what, Pavlovich sac- when Aldridge came to him and said, "I don't want to be here anymore if you're just going to treat me like this," Pavlovich took a step back and embraced and Aldridge. adjusted his and coaching style which exactly, which is big, which is a big for a guy that's won that many chips and been and that, that part of exactly. many Hall of Fame careers. Bill so that Bel- is Bill Belichick should take some notes. <laughs> Malcolm Butler. Mm. But anyway, let's get back to the task at hand here. So, Raptors, I think that they still have to prove to me that they can perform in the playoffs. DeRozan and Lowry. Everyone. Yeah, everyone. But I do think that 
the Wizards, although Bradley Beal had an all star year first year. Mm-hmm. John Wall's I still don't think John Wall's knee is right. Mm-hmm. I just it's don't never right ever. Even they don't have a bench. Right, it's not. They don't have a bench. Mm-hmm. So Scott Brooks blows. That's true. And it's a gentleman's sweep for me. I mean, listen, the Wizards on paper theoretically should be a good matchup uh, for with Wall and Beal. With Wall that, and Beal like, that matches up perfectly yeah. with Lowry and and DeRozan. The only the strength that the Toronto should have would be their big men with Ibaka. Yeah. Um, what's this, the bench guy for for Toronto? I don't know how to say his name. Oh, Nigeria? Mm, no. No. Point. Oh, Podol. Yes. Oh, my Podol. bad, my bad, Podol. my bad. I can't really. uh, I and then I, Valanciunas as well. So I call him Chipotle. They really, <laughs> they really should have the advantage over Washington because of their front court, those big men. But like I said earlier, the Wizards are the second most embarrassing team in the NBA, they've thoroughly embarrassed themselves. Let me start with Mr. Mr. John Wall himself. I, 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 John Wall should be ashamed of himself. He should be ashamed of the way the Wizards played without him all year. At one point, they were 7-2, 7-2 without him, 11-6 that month he was gone. And he came back, and everyone can see. Clearly, we're not going to say... The Wizards are better without John Wall. You're not better when you're missing exactly. an all-star point guard who's as fast as he, who's a one-man fast break. But they were playing better without him, and that says something. That's, that speaks volumes to the amount of time he spends holding the ball and, and stifling ball movement. And you would think, the way his teammates were talking about him, you would think the way the media was talking about him, that he would take some notes about how to be a point guard and to not be stagnant. But no, he comes back, their struggles start over again. And thus, look at their, their last six games to finish the season. They were five and six. They were uh, they were one and six, sorry, their last six games of the season. Seven. With one, two, three, four, five, six. I have, well, maybe. Uh, you they said were, one and six. I, I thought you were saying seven. One and five, sorry. It's one right. and no, five, no. they played six games. Sorry, I'm an idiot, guys. They lost to the Bulls. They lost to the Hawks. They lost to the Magic. Embarrassing. Their only win was over my Celtics, who I really don't care if you beat us because we we like our we're rebuilding. Like I said, their only win was over the Celtics, and they lost to Chicago, Houston, Cleveland, Atlanta, Orlando, and Orlando. Embarrassing, no no reason for that. And then now they're the eighth seed. Yeah, just no embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. So they they embarrassed themselves last year. In the playoffs, when they let five foot two it drop fifty on them, John Wall, John Wall, Bradley Beal, that you can never live that down. You shouldn't even be allowed to talk defense ever again. So, I really, it's just who knows what the future holds for this Washington Wizards team. Who knows what the future holds for Scott Brooks? There's, there's just no excuse for the sorry effort they put forth this season. So yeah, Raptors in like five. Yeah, and then. Obviously, I think we're both in agreement. Cleveland's gonna be no need to talk about Cleveland. We don't have to talk about the first round. No need to talk about the Cleveland. Don't really have to talk about the second round, but we'll talk about the second round just because Toronto is the number one seed. Oh, have to talk about that. Yeah. So I mean, I think Cleveland's gonna get by. I think if not done in five, it'll be done in six. I don't think it ever reaches seven. Not when LeBron, because for some reason Toronto has never figured out a way in the regular season or in the postseason how to crack LeBron James. Oh, it's simple why they can't crack LeBron James. Well, he's their the best goal. player is DeMar DeRozan, and DeMar DeRozan's a perfect matchup for LeBron. DeRozan can't shoot. He's not a great dribbler. He's not going to take you up the dribble, give you one, two, mix, fillet. Nah, he's not giving you that. So LeBron can strap that with ease. But so do you think – how do you think 
and don't don't give me let me don't I can't forget about Kyle Lowry, the streakiest player oh, in yeah. NBA playoff history. I don't even know what's I just going. want them to I like just for the city of Toronto, I just want them to show up for the playoffs. Do you think they will show up? No, I don't because we we both think Cows will win, but yeah. do you think they'll show up? Because it's one thing if they choke and they lose. It's one thing if they See, choke. I think it's gonna be a lot like last year where they show up in sporadic moments. Like that's still of, choking. No, oh, no, choking. that's what I'm saying. That they're never they are never proven to be consistent. They've always proven they've had sporadic good games. It's last year it was on the road, whenever they were on the road, whenever they're home, they couldn't put the ball in the basket. But I just want like those two they you know, they have good chemistry together. They're they're best buds, you know. <laughs> And they got Drake, you know. Like, there's like a lot of things that Drake needs to stop mentioning them in his songs. There's they've they haven't earned that. Like, stick to like put some you know, Fortnite. And, and then like Bleacher Report throws out like ever since God's Plan was released, the Raptors are twenty eight and nine. Like, yeah, yeah that really then, had a big difference. And then on they them, get man. to the playoffs and they poop. Yeah. So I mean, no, I think it's gonna be how it usually is. One player plays well one game, maybe the other player plays well the next game, if that even happens. I want them to do well. My brother is a Raptor fan, so what is up with your family and these random fandoms? No, no, no. That's that's because why would he want to be a Knicks fan? So I'm that's just supporting. A fa- you. No, that's fair. Never mind. That's a very fair answer. Continue with what you're saying. Yeah. So I want them to do well, but I know they're not going to. LeBron's just gonna Sickening. tool on them. Sickening. It doesn't even matter if Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, Jr. They don't have to do anything the first two rounds because LeBron can carry them to Philly. Probably even past Philly. Probably? Well, by himself, I'm saying. I mean, sometimes he might need... Oh, he probably will, but... Probably? Probably still pretty The Cavs are beating the Sixers No, no, the that's Eastern not Conference what I am finals. saying. I'm saying that he could... Pro- I'm saying... When I say probably, I mean by himself, personally. He probably will beat them by himself. You know why? That's exactly... You just said probably, too. No, I mean, let me rephrase. He definitely will beat the Sixers <laughs> by himself. He don't need anyone When else. I say probably, I say 85% by himself. No. Nah, he needs 15%... All right, all right, that's fair. But still, let me just emphasize that LeBron can single-handedly beat the hey, Philadelphia 76ers. I've been saying it for over a month, maybe even longer. All right, well, you the think the Cavs are... All right, well, we'll get into that later. Um, when we get back, we're going to get into some of these Western Conference matchups. Houston, OKC, Steph's injury, Will Harden choke. By Harden, I mean Houdini. We'll talk all that when we get back. Say less. To the beach, y'all. Let's go. All around the world. Y'all know this is so, so dead. To the beach, y'all. Yeah. Now, basketball is my favorite sport. Way to dribble up and down the court I keep it so fresh on the microphone I like no interruption when the game is on I like slam dunk to take me to the hoop My favorite play is the alley-oop I like to pick and roll I like to give and go And it's basketball Bow out, let's go Final segment of the first of many NBA playoff discussions here on Say Less. So we covered the East up until the conference finals. 
let's go straight into the Western Conference Finals. So, one versus eight. We got Houston versus Minnesota. Shout out Minnesota. First time in 14 years making the playoffs. Shout out KG. Got Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Water. Jimmy Splash. Possible. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets is putting the team on his back mm. to make the playoffs as an AT. Mm. But, so, I have Houston winning 4-0. Mike, care to chime in for a quick second? I mean, here's my thing about the T-Wolves. Um, Tom Thibodeau, former Celtics assistant coach, assistant coach. He was there at 08 when we won that That's shit. That's not how he's defined. He was a former Bulls head coach. There's nothing to do with the Celtics. Not everything has to do with Boston. It should. But anyway, like I was saying, former Boston assistant coach, known for his defense, he then went on to the play to coach for the Celtic for the Bulls. See, now you got me all messed up here, Josh. He went, went on to coach for the Bulls. He would lose to the Celtics in the playoffs. Ben Gordon went crazy. Um, now he's the coach of T-Wolves. He brought all his former players with him. I, I think the Bulls the Bulls could offer some challenges here, Josh, because I feel like the Bulls do have some really good defensive players, potential defensive players, Jimmy Butler, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Jeff T. They have some bodies to throw at James Harden. So it really comes down to is James Harden going to be James Harden. I, I think this early, but the stakes aren't that high yet, he'll probably be James Harden, so I'll probably give you that. Uh, Rockets in five, but I, I I really hope James Harden just doesn't choke. By Harden, I mean Houdini, because it is that time of year, but that's really all I have to say about that. All right, so I guess quickly we'll dive into number two or seven. That is Golden State I first. Nah, yeah. I have nothing to say about this. Just listen, oh. if Kawhi was there, this would be a series, and we all know that. So you don't even think it's going to go? How far do you think it's going to go? <sighs> I'm going to give him five because of Popovich. I'll give him six. Six. That's almost, Spurs game, winning. that's almost game seven. Six of the Spurs winning. You don't believe that. I know. That's I was, a joke. I just want to get you all riled up. No, nah, I wasn't. All that right. That was a good try. So, they, don't just, they don't have enough scoring. No, I know. But All right, so three versus six. That is Pels, Blazers. Now, I want your opinion on this first. So, first, I would like to start off that I think Anthony Davis deserves more MVP recognition for all that has happened. No, I said recognition. I don't think that he should win. I understand that, but when you say recognition, that means... I t- I, they've been making it a Harden and LeBron thing. Now, th- those two are not worried. I mean, don't sleep on it. Dame, too. Yeah, well, that too. Okay. All right, no, but I'm talking about AD, first of all. Just because AD, once he lost Cousins, had, what, a Drew took Holiday over. that took three, has three knee surgeries since he was an all-star. Rajon Rondo, 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 who's like 30-something. Former Celtic. Oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> Who else? Etwan exactly. Moore. <laughs> Each one more. Also a former Celtic. Former Celtic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Bleed green. Anyway. But, no, I do agree. He does definitely deserve. If, if we're going most valuable player. Yeah. AD definitely deserves more credit for what he's done. I feel like he hasn't been talking about. But at that same time, I think that this will be. I actually do not have any idea of who's going to win the series. I mean, I think, I think it's pretty straightforward. The Blazers win the series because we're not dealing with disappearing acts. We're dealing with CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard who have shown that they're in the first round of the playoffs. They okay, shown. well that's all they've gotten to. Well Dame got to the second round a few years back. Dame is clutch in the no, playoffs. No, no, Dame I'm is saying clutch that they've period. shown that they can win. They can't do anything past the second round. So Well they hadn't they shouldn't do anything past the second round because they always ran into teams that were better than them and that's what's gonna happen again this year. But I don't think the the Trailblazers have given us any reason to think why they shouldn't be able to beat the New Orleans Pelicans. The fact with A the way Dame's been playing 
to the way Dame and McCollum have played in the playoffs in the past. Three, the way um, Yusuf Nurkic has played. He's been balling, one of the best passing big men in the league as well. So if it's just going to be them versus AD, I don't think AD has enough supporting cast. And they don't definitely don't play good enough defense to slow down Dame, CJ, and Yusuf Nurkic. So I think it's just pretty simple. I think at most that goes six, but I would take Blazers in five, honestly, unless AD goes absolutely bananas. We might have to go six just to throw in two, two AD crazy games. I think that's the that's See, really the I, only way. I mean, and it's not like New Orleans is a crazy home court either. So like, I really what what do they have going New for them? Orleans Josh, will turn up every once well, in a while. What is like what you is know, New Orleans is a good city? What does New Orleans have going for them that makes you think this series is going to be that challenging for the Blazers? I just think that they don't have anyone to stop AD. Who does? Well, there's teams that can limit the noise. They can't limit that noise. He can I go mean, off for forty something in the game. He can and Drew Hall and as I just Drew rat, Holiday as starts. I just kind of messed around, just tearing their team apart for a second. Drew Holiday can hold his own. He and can hold run. his own, but I don't think he can hold his own against Damon CJ. And also, don't sleep the the um, Blazers have a really good bench too with Shabazz, Boston Rays. Shout out Baz. They have uh, Chief Alfredo Amino. So they their their bench isn't that bad. First, you didn't mention Evan Turner. E.T. Former Celtic. Former Celtic. I love me yeah. some E.T., the mid-range specialist. That just shows the kind of NBA fan you are. I'm sorry. I love me some Evan Turner. Years back on Twitter, I used to call myself Evan Twitter, Evan Turner because I liked Evan Turner a lot. But right, so, I mean, I just don't, they don't have the bench. They don't have the star power. I, I think it's pretty simple. I'm on the fence, but I would probably, if, I had to choose, if you made me choose right now, I would probably choose Portland too. All right, all right. But all right, so... That leaves us with the four and five. That's OKC versus Utah. And before I ask, I just wanted to say game 81, after game 81, it was the perfect matchup. It was Golden State and (sighs) OKC, and I was so hopeful about it, and it ruined my day when I saw that OKC became a four seed instead of a seven seed. Because I like OKC, but I wanted that first round excitement. It took away so much excitement for me. I was needed, so needed. ready for that. I've been since legit the beginning of the season. I've been begging for a and now the Golden only way State. that OKC could do it is going through Houston. Going through Houston, which I think they can. So and I, I think, think we're they on, will. I think we're on the same page. They're going to beat U- Utah. Obviously, Utah. No, nothing to great... talk about there. Nothing's on. Once they once Westbrook straps down on Mitchell, it's a wrap. Yeah, he's their only source of scoring. Exactly. So. In that aspect, so now we move towards the second Rookie round. of the year, though. Rookie of the year, but he probably won't get it. He won't get it, but he's my choice rookie of the yeah. year. So we go. let's dive into that Houston-OKC matchup real quick. Josh, I think that last Houston-OKC game we saw from last Saturday is a preview of, of things to come. It's going to be a very tight series. I think it goes seven, but I think OKC comes out on top. We've been saying this all year. Why is OKC the bigger threat to the uh, Warriors. They have three stars compared to Houston's two. They have Paul George, Paul George, who can replicate what KD does on both ends of the court. I'm not talking about he's not as good as KD. No, no, no. I'm not saying he can drop 30 whenever he wants to like KD can. He's not a he long, can hold his own. He's not the Durantula, yeah, but he can hold his own. He can give you 20, 25 points. He'll give you, he'll give you that defense as well, and he will, he will replicate what KD does. He will somewhat offset what KD does. So there's that. They also have a big man in Steven Adams. 
Steven Adams, when compared to Clint Capella, is the better option because uh, Steven Adams can handle himself with the ball in his hands down low in the post. Clint Capella is exclusively a lob-catching, layup-taking big man. And other players have even commented on this. Durant, actually Durant was one of them to comment on that saying all Capella does is dunk and make layups. Whereas Steven Adams can do all those things, but he can also hold his own in the post. And then on top of that, the third reason is their defense. OKC plays much better defense than Houston. And those are all things we saw last weekend when they played each other. So that fourth quarter, when I think it was the uh, OKC held Harden to like one for five from the field, two turnovers, they blocked two of his shots. I think that's a preview of what's to come. Now, I'm not going to say that I that might attribute, people might attribute to that as, as Harden choking. And I think that will play into it. But I also think a big factor will be OKC's defense stifling Harden. And once you stifle Harden, that team's done, really, because their offense is really predicated on Harden penetrating, scoring, and dishing from that. And CB3 is a big deal because he also can do that. But if Harden's not doing he's your leader. If he's not doing that, then it's it's slow for Houston. Yeah, no, I mean, I mostly agree with all the points you're saying. I also think that... OKC is going to win. So we're on the same page on that. I just wish I just wish that Houston could have got to the conference finals without having to play OKC because I really wanted to see Chris Paul make it out of the, <laughs> the second round. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, and here's the thing. We're definitely going to be in the minority in this because a lot of people are, are big are, James Harden. And I'm a big James Harden it's fan that, too. It's not that, but what has he proven to? I it, mean, if he's you're literally looking at from an us. analysis standpoint, what has he shown us to this point in his playoff career that he cannot handle the moment? He can't. And um, what's his name? Max Kellerman is really famous for saying that. I hate Max Kellerman. I figured you'd hate Max. Who don't you hate? What do you mean? Max Kellerman is a doofus. I mean, he's a pretty smart guy. Yeah, but he's, so, he's all about stats. He's he is all about stats. No, he is all about stats. This is one of his things that don't have to do with stats. One of the reasons Max Kellerman thinks James Harden chokes, quote-unquote, chokes in the playoffs is because he doesn't have superior athleticism. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't want to say Harden's unathletic, but I think that's part of That's why he has crazy handle. That's why people like Steph, Kyrie, Harden have crazy handle because they need it. Yeah. They don't have the crazy athletic athleticism to get by people. They need that handle. That's why people like their elusiveness that really exactly that gets that's them. why these people like lebron people like westbrook they don't have crazy handle because they don't need it so i understand where he's coming from that and i think that's part of the reason why okc was able to limit harden in the fourth quarter last week is because they have superior athletes in westbrook in paul george even I, i'm not saying Melo I mean, is a superior. really athlete, what it comes but. down to is that Melo has to show up if they oh Melo has whole to series show up. takes a whole turn if Melo does not Mello show has up. to show up that's your man's i mean he what no, is he he's still, still not your man's? No, Come on, is. that's still your man's. Still got a love for him. He's so Wish he has to show up. So because they don't have a bench either. They don't have neither. I mean, I mean, you no. See, my thing with Houston is that they have a bunch of three point shooters in the regular season. I don't even want to go. I went into this last week. I don't even want to go back into it. They have a bunch of three point shooters that haven't proved themselves in the moment. I'm not. And they have proven to be consistent three point shooters. They just been happen to have a good year this year. That's perhaps well, you can say that Paul and. My final point, sorry to cut you off there. Mike D'Antoni, I have to reiterate it. He is not a he is not proven as a coach that he can push well, his team to the next level. And that's my, because his defense is his defensive system is not enough 
what you need in the playoffs? I think, well, let me respond to two things first. First, you said they're unproven. I don't think Paul George is proven in the playoffs, honestly. He's had a lot of questionable moments in the playoffs. Um, but he's got, he's brought his team with Indiana to play the conference finals. He just ran into LeBron. That's fair. That's a fair point. But Paul George also is famously known in recent years, recent years, not talking back in those Miami days when LeBron was Miami, but recent years he's known for coming up sort of short. But that's because he's always had the luck of playing LeBron that's first fair. round or second that's round. That's fair. But then Mike D'Antoni. So let me, I, I don't think you can blame Mike D'Antoni when it comes to his team's playoff struggles, whether it be the Suns or whether it be the Rockets. Because uh, Mike D'Antoni has a very simple offensive strategy. Drive and kick. Shoot as many threes as possible. And he doesn't change from that. He wants you shooting. He's a volume coach. He wants you shooting lots of yep. threes, volume threes, high place, high pace of play. So I don't think – I think he deserves some culpability for not being able to adjust in game, sure. But I don't think you can blame him when his – when his system has brought teams to Western Conference semifinals, Western Conference finals, it's just that he never really has the top tier players needed to well, he, make it farther. And I also did. think he had Stat and Nash and yeah, but those Marion teams, and yeah, but those Grant teams Hill, weren't, but those teams Johnson, but those teams weren't, but those teams weren't beating. Those Spurs teams in their prime, they weren't beating Kobe Bryant in his prime. Oh, I know. So, like, I love those Sun teams. That's a fact. They were good teams. Sean, I love Sean Steve Marion. Nash. Steve um, Nash was a beast. I just so I, I don't think he deserves all the blame for that when he doesn't have the superior talent to make it to the finals. And Do you, you know what they say? Superior talent this year to make it to the finals. Yeah. yeah. But and I don't think and I don't think their system will be the reason why they lose. It's either gonna it's either they're either gonna lose because the Warriors are a better team or because Harden chokes. Yeah. So like true. you know what I they mean, say, you live and die by the three. So I don't. And if that's a system in place, and that's a system that carries not carries but brings these teams to this point, there's no reason for him to have to change that. All right. So going segueing off that real quick, are you more worried about Harden choking or Steph's ankle holding up? Well. I'm more worried about Harden choking because we've seen stuff hurt before. Mainly that was it 2016 NBA yeah. playoffs, NBA finals, especially. And what did we see that year, Josh? We saw stuff. He was fine. They, he took some games off here and there during that, yeah. those playoffs, but he was, was fine. The Blazers that he did. That. Yeah, yeah, he was fine up until the finals. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I'm not worried about Steph's injury until we get to the finals because that's when he'll start breaking down if he starts breaking down. So, but Harden choking is a much more immediate thing. That could happen round one yeah. versus the T-Wolves. Like I was saying, the T-Wolves have multiple defenders they could throw at him. The T-Wolves have a coach in Tom Thibodeau who is known for his defensive schemes. See, okay, my bad. No, that's fine. So, I, I just wanted to say about Timberwolves really quick because I forgot to really say that. Um, Thibodeau. Their defense has not lived up to what Thibodeau no, usually not runs. Not at all. And secondly, I don't think, although Jimmy Butler played well that last game to get them into the playoffs, he did not. His knee is not 100%. Oh, yeah. You can, very, you can see in his jump shot. It. He wasn't He wasn't shooting the in the last, the last six minutes in overtime. He really, like, yeah. He didn't make a shot. His he just kept getting fouled. Flat. Yeah, his jump shot yeah. was kind of flat. But, but, all right, back to what you were saying. He can't, Harden can choke. But, and that can happen round one. Yeah. Whereas Steph's not even playing round one. Yeah, I know. That's, so, like... Immediate concern has to be James Harden, whereas just stuff. 
is that might not be a problem until later rounds when he starts breaking down because he's like I always say, Steph is an average size human being. Me and Steph are around the same size. He's just a great shooter. Change the game in basketball. <sighs> if we're, speaking of Mike, and, speaking youth. of Mike D'Antoni, Mike D'Antoni changed basketball. He's the one that first implemented all the shooting and the spreading the floor with Steve Nash. Yeah, but he hasn't proven that that wins championships. So he really didn't well, change yeah. the game of basketball. He, he made it a quicker he pace. He changed it, but Steph revolutionized it because he had the shot to go with the system. He D'Antoni never had the shot imagine, to go with the system. Imagine if D'Antoni ever played with Steph. How lethal. How many threes it a game? If, <laughs> imagine if it was like Stephen Wink Ellington, they'd be shooting 30 threes yeah, a game like, on a system. He, he just never got the stuff. If Mike and Tony had stuff, if Mike and Tony was the coach of the spurt of the Warriors, what would the difference be? Not Their really defense, much. probably. But Yeah. Well, great special edition, man. Great special edition. Looking forward to some of these games. What, what series are you most excited for? First round? Yeah. Um,. I'm most excited to see LeBron just kick the Indiana Pacers' yeah. ass. Just because that's when Zero Dark 30 mode goes, 23 pretty, mode goes in. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for playoff LeBron. Playoff LeBron is just, he's different. He's he's different. One thing I'm going to say, though, that I, I do think the Warriors are going to win, but I do think the Spurs are going to take game one like they should have last year. Well, we'll have to we'll wait and see. see. We'll, we'll come back on the weekend. Playoff this weekend. We'll be back Monday, folks. Patriots Day. Have a great weekend, spring weekend, everyone here at UMass. Say less, catch us on Monday. You know what it is. Peace. If you are what you say you are, a superstar, then have no fear. The camera's here and the microphones and they want to know. Oh, oh, oh. If you are what you say you are, a superstar, then have no fear, the crowd is here, and the lights are on, and they want to show, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, uh, a fresh cool young Lou, trying to catch his microphone, check 212, want to believe my own hype, but it's too untrue, the world brought me to my knees, what if you brung you, did you improve on the design, did you do something new, where your name in on the guest list, who brung you, you, the more famous person you come through, and the sexy lady next to you, you come too, and then the hitman, standing outside of heaven, waiting for God to come and get me, I'm too uncouth, unschooled to the rules, and too gumshoe, too much of a newcomer, and too uncool, like shadow in the veil, I battle with it well, though I need a holiday like lady who sung blue, go back, whatever you did, you undo, heavy as heaven, the devil on me two tons too, if you are what you say you are, a superstar, then have no fear, the camera's here, and the Here can burn holes through the stage, down through the